The following podcast is sponsored by Structure Tech. The fact that a bunch of home inspectors have pet peeves should probably not surprise anybody. And that's the whole point of this podcast yep. episode. We're just going to talk about some pet peeves that y'all have. Welcome, everybody, to Structure Talk, a Structure Tech presentation. My name is Bill Ulrich, alongside my co-hosts, as always, Tessa Murray and Ruben Saltzman. And today in the podcasting booth, we have a special guest of George Yuri, who is a longtime inspector at Structure Tech. Yes. I think it's eight years. I wow, keep forgetting. where does the time go? It feels Quickly. like it was just yesterday that we that met was... at that awesome seminar. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, George, you're real smart, aren't you, George? <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Is that Melinda Doug? introduced us to each other. And yeah. And was just like, you guys ought to meet. And it was love at first sight. It was. And I was like, you should join our team, George. This, we need some strength. Yeah, I do remember that. That was, but, it, and then I also remember, because I trained under you for quite a while. Yeah. Not yeah. nearly as long as people train under us now. No. I mean, now. That I don't know really what that short means. short training period. <laughs> They've Are, changed everything and made it better. Well, so like, you know, after like a couple of months of you training with us, I was kind of like, all right, he was already inspector before joining our team. He ought to be done training by now. Yeah. And, you know, kind of pushing out like, yeah, George, it's ready to go out, time to go out on your own. It might've taken like three months or something. Yeah. Now it's like nobody gets out of training in less than four months, but on average, it's more like six, six. months. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's now, once this embrace ends, let's get to the point of this all right, podcast. Sorry. <laughs> Like Do we have a point? I thought we were just chit-chatting. Well, we brought George in because aesthetically speaking, George has very strong opinions about things that we <laughs> find thought... in houses. Okay. It's, yeah. It, I mean, but, but here's the thing. It, so you, you're talking about when we met, and I would you go to these mission meetings. When I first started- Minnesota, Minnesota Society, Society of, of Home Inspectors. Yeah. Go to these, these meetings. I'm looking around the room. I'm thinking, at that point, I was like one of the younger guys there. You you were like- The baby. A child at For these, sure. at these yeah. meetings. But I'm looking around the room thinking, one, I need more denim shirts, I think. <laughs> that was one thing I needed to pick up on. But there was there's so much knowledge in that room. We give home inspectors a hard time because what we do for a living, we criticize. I tell people this is the greatest gig in the world. You show up, criticize the work of others, and leave. It's almost like being in management, really. <laughs> So, so it's a great gig, but we're sort of geared to just look at things a little bit differently. So the fact that a bunch of home inspectors have pet peeves should probably not surprise anybody. And that's the whole point of this podcast yep. episode. We're just going to talk about some pet peeves that y'all have. I, I no longer have any <laughs> pet peeves. I just, you have my only pet peeve is when people rip on story and a half houses. That's, I was just going to say that. That is the only pet peeve. So that's it. I've, it I've bared my soul in the pet peeve wise, but I'm going to throw it to you guys. So Ruben, you've been doing this a while. What is your biggest pet peeve? Gosh, that's a tough one, Bill. I got a lot of them, but uh, one of the biggest ones might be when people complain that they have to leave their house for the home inspection and yeah. they, there's nothing for them to do for four hours. What do you expect me to do for four hours if I leave my house? That drives me crazy. A little thing called something else. <laughs> yeah, like Just anything. anything else. You can Go to the mall. Coffee shops? We live in an urban... <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? Go see a movie. That's a good Go do one. some shopping. Dinner. Figure skating. Yes, uh, macrame. I think yeah, that's just is that get out. Still a thing? <laughs> it yep. will be soon enough. What's old is new again. Yeah, hopefully. So, all right. I know you have a list, and you're looking at your phone. I do. Well, when Tess brought this up, I'm thinking, okay, I need, I need peeves. And I was asked, Katie, my girlfriend for 
pod, folks. And yeah. I got to tell you right now, being in my 50s and saying my girlfriend sounds weird. You can, you can call her your special lady friend. My, my lady friend. Your that's lady friend. My lady friend. <laughs> That's like too old. No, you can even call her. Now I'm 85. Just say your partner. Yeah, yeah, your partner. partner. So my partner Katie, I said. So this is going to be the topic. I said, what are some of my pet peeves? Because I go on rant. She, she you said, actually well, gave her a chance to talk. Okay, not, <laughs> that wasn't completely fair, but it's not incorrect either. But she enjoyed I, that, that. Well, question. she said, George, there are just there are so many. I'll try to think of them when I come up, and she did think of a couple. But yeah, I like a good rant. Yeah, your example was specific to home inspections, like for sure. Mine can be very specific to home inspections, but they could be about the stuff at a home inspection. I mean, we have an internal company it's, Facebook page. It's at the top of my list. It's every time we see it, we share it on our internal page and we tag George. Come on, you guys know what it is. The black toilet. The yeah. black toilet. Absolutely. Yeah. The black toilet. I have no idea of their purpose. <laughs> black black toilet, like the color. The color black. A black. Yeah. Toilet. George hates those. Just it's, I don't have any feelings about them. I don't I really think care. They would be difficult. They are, but most of them, you, as water evaporates, it just leaves these rings. They seem like a cleaning nightmare. They seem, mm. They're weird. Yeah, kind of oh. like buying a black vehicle. It's yeah. like it's always dirty. Right. right? And you think it's not. But. And the other thing, I inspected a condominium in Minneapolis. You know, you can buy a shell of a condominium and they, they can decorate it any way they want. And this had a, a literal yin and yang bathroom. One was all white and one was all black. Down to the tile, the cabinet, toilet, shower, everything. I think that sounds cool. That I can I could accept that if it's part if it's in context. If it's a if it's a if theme, it's a, there's a reason for it. If it's a it. black toilet just this was on sale, yeah. then yeah. no, I'm not I'm not yeah. for that. Okay. Octagonal windows. <laughs> what what why do we even have those? They're difficult to flash. Very difficult to flash. Install properly. All of those. The seals break on them too. Yeah. It seems like always, and there's always condensation. They, all the condensation just goes down to that yeah. one little unfortunate strip in the middle. <laughs> but mine is completely aesthetic. I've hated them since the '80s. All right, on that topic, what do you yeah. think about the transom window, where it's a half circle transom window? Those are difficult too, especially if they're in a really two story to flash. Yep, mm. if, and if they're on an interior space, mm-hmm. you have two stories of stuff, and then how do you get up there to? do anything with them or even check to see if there's condensation staining. It's interesting those. to watch the Ruben's practical mind colliding with George's aesthetic mind right now. You almost said yeah, impractical. I don't have an aesthetic <laughs> mind. I really don't. It's all practical. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. There's nothing wrong with that. Thank well, you, George. No, Thank there's you. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> okay. I'll stick Thank to that you. one. All right. Appreciate that. Sure. This is one. Contractors that throw us under the bus. We could have an entire podcast series yeah, on these. Yeah, that's not simply a pet peeve. George. No, it It's isn't. much more than a pet peeve. It hurts my soul yeah. <laughs> when these things happen. <laughs> Loose toilet seats. Oh. How do you live like that? I can't tell you how many. I'm going to almost say it's in, it's at least in the hundreds, if not a thousand, toilet seats that I tighten at no, home inspections. No, George. I do. You don't I personally do. tighten all of those. I tighten ones, do you? so many toilet seats because that, well, between that and knobs on doors. I was going to say. It's a little, maybe a, a little OCD, but I would love to know if someone takes credit for it. Like, like the homeowner comes back, yeah. oh, this knob oh. that's been loose on this door forever. Oh, Jerry, finally... you finally, you finally tied it. Sweetie, you know me. I you feel know, like I'm a... 
cabinet knobs and cabinet oh, yeah. hinges yes. Yes. all the time. Yeah. All and, and just doors. Yeah. Loose door handles. Yes. Zoop, zoop. I tighten every one. I do too. See, but yep. Ruben okay. uses a drill. You use a hand screwdriver and it gives you an extra five minutes at every door. That's why I wear a drill. It. No. Well, it doesn't you know take, it do? wouldn't take anymore. Just leave it. Oh, Tess. I have to interrupt <laughs> you guys. I mean, this is, this is really interesting stuff. You don't have to interrupt you, us. Comparing how we adjust doorknobs. <laughs> I do have a knob on my bathroom vanity that's been loose for several years. I can be there in 20 George, minutes. George, do a yes. tish before <laughs> all right, January right, right. 15th. We, we have to take a break real quickly. We're going to step away, and when we come back, we're going to get right back into the weeds of pet peeves. So uh, you're listening to Structure Talk, a Structure Tech presentation. Hi, everybody. Ruben Saltzman here with the Structure Talk podcast. We talk a lot about education on our podcast because this is one of our core values here at StructureTech. To prove how important this is to us, we actually teach free continuing education classes to real estate agents all over the Twin Cities. We've been doing this for years, and we have classes ranging from one to four hours in length. These classes are taught by both me and Tessa, and if you're interested in having us come out to teach at your office, all you need to do is visit our website, click on the education tab, and you can see instructions on how to get us out to your office. And you can also see a calendar of upcoming events. If you're interested in having us come out, please visit our website at structuretech1.com. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Structure Talk, a Structure Tech presentation. My name's Bill Ulrich, alongside Tessa Murray and Ruben Saltzman. Today we have George Yuri in the house, and we're talking pet peeves. But George has gone wild, and he's just been running, you know, rampant with his a pet monk. peeves. With permission. So, yes, yeah. with permission. <laughs> but Tessa, I mean, what drives you a little batty inside uh, these houses? Then we'll give it back to George, and he'll run for 10 more you miles. You know, two things came to mind. Stand-up showers where you have to go in the shower to turn it on. Yeah, you know you, what I'm you need about. to take a shower to turn, to it, turn on. it on. You need to get wet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Your arms aren't long enough. Nope, it's not. <laughs> Can you reach those? Nope. Okay. That makes me feel better. Side uh, note, on that topic, it's no longer legal to do right. those showers. As of the new 2015, 2015 plumbing, plumbing code, code. Yep. you can't do it that way. You need to be able to operate the handle from a dry point. the door. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a dry point. A dry if you don't point. Mean code, <laughs> if you don't mean code, is it illegal? I don't know how to answer that. Showers. I mean, I wouldn't use the word illegal. Well, you just did. But what, what did I say? Did you I said, say it's illegal? In the oh, new code, it's illegal. I All think right. it's now. Well, I wouldn't say it right. again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I regret saying it that time. <laughs> Listen, Senator, you have one more chance at this. Uh, and the other one, you know, electrical panels that have cabinets built over them or like built-in mm. cabinetry built over the electrical panel and you open up the cabinet door and there it is, but they didn't build the door big enough yes. so you can't actually take off the panel cover fully. Unless yes. you take off the, the cabinet. Door, the cabinet door, which I did just this week. Did you really? really? Yep. You're a better man than I am. I, I was I, so frustrated. I but I was uh, I was going to win. I was going to win. Have you ever dropped a screw down in that space between the wall? Mm-hmm. I'm going to answer that by saying I have a box of, of screws, screws. I knew you did. that I carry with me. Extra Smart. screws. Yeah. Smart. Magnetic yes, really. and so under tape, tape measure. measure. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to interrupt. That's it. I'm pretty simple. Okay. No, no, no peeves? You know, if there's loose door <laughs> handles, I just leave them. If, you know, if I can't get into the electrical panel and there's a cabinet built over it, I don't dismantle the cabinet. Right. But I think you're, you're talking about just access in general, even though that yeah. we have sent the sellers 
just say, you know what, we need access to these things. It would be great if there were access. And so there's one side where people do zero. Yeah. Then there's the other side where you open up a closet, a walk-in closet. Everything has been Organized. taped off. Well, oh, it's been taped yes. off with plastic. I think I had one taped off with plastic and a ladder. Brought my own. Ooh, but this person, it's all set up for you to go in there. There you go. They bought and sold that. multiple houses. Yeah. Have I, they? Yeah. I had to. Yeah. I've nope. been to their yeah. house as well. And it's yeah. just delightful. It's oh, I love it. I love you it. It's a flashlight like I, on the table. Yep. Garage yes. door opener. Yeah. But I will not be swayed by treats. <laughs> Oh, I will. <laughs> I will not be. C is for cookie. That's good enough for me. Oh, cookie, cookie, cookie starts with C. Oh, man. I, I let, you know, the, the buyer, hey, have, have anything you want. I will not eat one Girl Scout cookie, <laughs> even though it's been presented beautifully. I think I mentioned it on this podcast. I just had my house inspected when I sold my last house in the spring. And darned if I didn't leave a huge plate of cookies out there for the home inspector. Did you bake them? And, I, I left a huge plate of cookies <laughs> out there, <laughs> and they were great. Yeah, and raw hamburgers and the grills on. Right, you should do right. that. That's That'd that's nice. a great way to have a perfect oh, inspection. Yeah. I just thought of this pet peeves: loose cats, mm. especially when the, the cats are the type of cat that like to escape or go into the attic with you. Yes, fall in the attic. attic I have. Yes. Really? Yes. Side attic. Once. Side attic. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Good luck getting that guy out. Yep. Or going to crawl space with oh, you. Oh man. Oh. Well, crawl yeah. spaces and cats. That's another story. Those are those can turn into litter, litter boxes. Is, oh, yeah. seen that? It was yeah, not that's, pleasant. That's not. You positive. could smell it. From you guys the pay a lot floor. of attention to the animals in these houses. I well, we're responsible for them. What happens if we open the door or the, the buyer who's there with us or their kid opens the door and the cat runs out? Barry's retirement party last night. Matt and I were talking about pets specifically. And I know this is a podcast, but if you saw me, you know that I'm not a runner. However, there was one, there was one, there was one. The only thing that saved me is that the dog was almost as out of shape as me. It, it, it made its way out. I'm running. I'm trying to, try to catch up to it. You know, I'm just doing it. Okay, man, you got to stop. Hold on. So I'm just this crazy guy walking out of a, a house that everybody knows who lives there. Right. So I'm just this. Running after this, the dog was entertained by this, would just sort of stop, look back at me. I swear it was grinning. <laughs> and it yes. kept running. I think the only thing that saved me was that I think it pooped out about the same time I did. <laughs> we just looked up at each other. He's like, okay. Are you, done? Are you done? I'm done. I'm done. Truce. And then I just picked him up. Did you keep your tool belts on? No. Chase? No, I am. You took it. it. You took the time to the, take it off. No, no. I have the you, clip on. I have the clips. <laughs> I can just picture you. <laughs> clip. Clip. Unclip. That drop them. Drop and the hunt is on. The hunt is on. <laughs> we were talking about the, you know, there are dangerous breeds of dogs and there are dogs that just bark constantly. Yes. Oh, that is so obnoxious. Yeah, and, very obnoxious. And you, you feel a little bad. I mean, I'm not a pet owner, but it's like I don't want. I feel stressed out, you know. Yeah. Well, it's sad for the dog for being that stressed the whole time. Well, well, there's that. And especially like the big ones who are nearby and they bark so loud. You it's like you can't it. even yeah. talk to somebody. But those little ones, too. I once I was doing a truth in housing and there was this chihuahua on basically a fishing line and and, and it's he's, he's tied up in the yard and he's trying to chase me and he broke loose of his fishing line oh so he's after gosh. me and he like runs up and he just grabs onto my shoe he and he's like, 
sure. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he's, yeah. he's he's the size of a water bottle. I mean, he's oh small. And so, and I just kind of shooed him away with my foot, and he did about three somersaults. <laughs> <laughs> and and then he, he growled at me and barked from about five feet away the whole rest of the inspection. Like, Wait, did you have to chain him back up, or did you call the I didn't touch seller? Him. I didn't. You do let anything. him stay loose in a, a yard, yard that wasn't fenced. It what was a chihuahua. They could the run away. Home. Oh, they didn't care. Oh, oh they're like, oh yeah, he's okay. friendly. Wait, so you owners... have multiple peeves going on in this one. The owner yeah. didn't leave. The, the owner... dog's well, bloody wow. too. Wow, <laughs> they watched yeah. their dog attack the inspector from inside their house. Yeah, I don't and they think they're laugh. outside, but they're just like, oh yeah, he's fine. Attack like, might okay, be a little, fine. a little bit of a stretch. Well, how many people? I how saw many home inspectors my ankles flash before my eyes, Bill. How many home inspectors on our company have been bit by an animal, or has seen an agent or client be bit? I've seen agents be bit by cats during Ooh, inspections. Oh, really? Yikes! Yes, that's oh. interesting. Yep, I got really bit tr- by a cat once. Did you? Were you trying to be friendly with yep. it? Where did like on your hand? No, just by leg. I was walking yeah, by and it came up and bit me. That's what happened. Yep. To this, yeah. Draw, did it draw blood? <laughs> I don't remember. This was a while ago. I just, I just remember that's the only bite I've ever gotten during home inspection. I had one Chihuahua. We're sort of, we're not really talking up the breed here, but I had one Chihuahua that was just angry. Buyer was there, or the sellers, the Tish, and I'm pretty friendly. I approached them. Hey, how's it going? And this thing leapt up and kind of drew a little blood on my on a finger. Oh my gosh! Then she says, "Oh yeah, he doesn't really like guys." (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) Thank you. Good to know. That's a detail that could have been shared a little earlier, but. Yeah. See, the perils of this job are extensive. They are. You run into toilets that you find visually unappealing, and you have dogs nipping at your fingers. It's not good. Yeah. But okay. So when we get back, we're going to finish off the list. As Bill, we the list is never finished. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's just adding to it. <laughs> You've been listening to Structure Talk, a Structure Tech presentation. Hi, everyone. Bill Ulrich here with Structure Talk. Do you live in a home that has a homeowners association attached to it? Here's an interesting nugget. In 2019, Minnesota passed a law that requires all HOAs have a preventive maintenance plan in place. What's that you say? I know, right? And what's necessary is clear as mud. At Structure Tech, we put together an affordable solution to help HOAs meet this obligation. If your association isn't talking about this, they should be. Check out how we can help at StructureTech1.com. We've been working closely with management companies all year to come up with a win-win-win to meet this new requirement. Let us know if we can help at StructureTech1.com. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Structure Talk, brought to you by Structure Tech. I'm Bill Ulrich, alongside Tessa Murray and Ruben Saltzman. And we're here with George today, listing off the thousand things that uh, he finds slightly annoying about homes. I don't think it's only me. No, some, it's, some, it's all of us. Okay, it just bugs you more. That's all. It does. I'm more vocal about these things. You, you Actually, it's, it's like 12 things. I exaggerate. So. Yeah. yeah, but I'll, I'll work on this list even after this. I'll be driving home. It's like, oh, that was a good one. That I could have shared that one. But a few more, bad LED lighting, you know, the lights that have a delay. The only advice that I've been giving people on that one is when you go to Home Depot, they're not a sponsor, right? Big box. No, no, no. no. When not you go, yet. Not yet. Right. How about Squarespace? Uh, we don't have any sponsors Me yet. MeUndies? Yet. Tommy John's. These are, the, no. these are the places we need to go. Okay. All right. <laughs> Tommy John's. Yeah, podcast, that's good right? home inspection stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bottom shelf, the Home Depot bulbs, the LED bulbs, mm-hmm. I tested a few of them, and all of them have that slight delay. So you're, you're talking about you flip the you switch. Flip the switch 
switch. You wait just about a tenth of a second, yep. and then it comes on. Yep. Okay. That's right. very. Yeah, you but don't like a, that. a tenth of it when when I'm used to flipping this instantaneous thing. No, it it is noticeable. It's unnerving. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So the Philips that seems to be the least amount of delay, but they're in the middle, right? Okay. So they're going to be more expensive. It's like cereal. <laughs> the che- you know, the <laughs> like alcohol. The, yeah. Sure. What's the top shelf light oh, bulb, yeah, yeah, George? Exactly. Yeah. In your book, what's the top shelf light bulb? Top shelf. Well, I've enjoyed my Philips light bulbs. Have you? Okay. Well, but here's the thing: they're they're energy saving and money saving. Mm-hmm. But when you have to test four of them to find the one you like, it's expensive, isn't it? Can it can be. And they've also done a, a better job of getting the light temperature right. Yes. There were so many homes you would go into early on that felt like a surgical theater. It's hilarious that you mm-hmm. say that because yep. it is just I- white white horrible light you know what's really funny about that you should have a conversation with jay he used to love and would only buy the white light bulbs Mm. and i kept telling him like this is horrible it's so harsh it's it's like blue basically you know and i'm like you need to go for the warm light and he's like no one likes yellow lights and now, after a year of living with these harsh white lights in our house, mm-hmm. he's slowly changed over to all warm light bulbs. Nice. <laughs> it just feels like a bad European no. convenience store. <laughs> no, just to be helpful. What's it's, like the, it's not even bright enough, but it's white. What's the number you look for, for to make it more yellow? That's like a lower number, 2700 right? 2700K. Okay. That seems to be... That's where it is. I defer to you on that. Usually there's an image, isn't there, on the box that shows you if it's a warm light or Yeah, but that that warmth, I think, is based on the light temperature, I think is what it is. 2,700 Kelvin, whatever the mathematicians decided that would be. And then the really cool ones are like in the 4,000 range. Yeah, oh, yeah, like Mm -hmm. 5,000, the shop lights and all that stuff. Yeah, that's like kaboom, you turn the world on. (laughs) Still buying incandescent. (laughs) If you could find them. Oh, yeah. They're there. They're yeah. There. I wish we had skipped the entire CFL thing. Oh, we should have. Yeah. I think you and I were inspecting a house that you, you turn on the basement light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there are three lights that go on. It's like, well, we'll be back in 10 minutes when they're bright enough so yes. we can see. Yes. <laughs> well, well, and they have mercury in them. Yeah, they so do. when they really burn out, you have to dispose of them properly. Yeah, it's, it's hazardous material. Yeah. Those were never meant to be a permanent solution. I mean, even when they first came out with them, they said, this is kind of a temporary solution until we get the uh, the LEDs hmm. dialed in. It was never supposed to be permanent. Hmm. So they, they did what they were supposed to do. I didn't know that. This is me learning something. Yeah, it's, the it's more you know, reading the fine that's the print. silence. <laughs> <laughs> so, on with the list. I could skip a couple of these. Well, house flippers, that's another podcast also. There are good yeah. ones. There, It seems yeah. like there's no yeah. middle ground. There are great ones, and there are ones that, mm, maybe you should look for something else. So this would, this has come up a couple of times. Barn doors, the barn door craze, it'll serve out its time. I'm sure <laughs> it's a fad. It'll pass. There are really cool barn doors. I like the concept, but barn doors on bathrooms. bathrooms. Who who yeah. thought this would be a great idea because there's that huge gap on the side. <laughs> and the bottom. And you could have put like a door sweep on the side or something just to block. Ridiculous. I just stayed at an Airbnb that had one of those. Did you? Yep. It's like not yeah. having on the main there. floor. Yeah. Like right that yeah. goes right yeah. to the kitchen and oh, living room no. and all that. It's like no. right oh, there. No. That's barn door. Terrible. I'm just who does this? Yeah. Why? Shut one barn door and you open the next. Yeah. That's right. It was <laughs> right. I need no, <laughs> I need a little more privacy than that. 
<laughs> but, and then I was just reminded of this moments ago, the application of the barn door, I love it on shower door. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because, right. and this may be just a me thing, but all of the glass doors that are installed with such a close tolerance uh-huh. that I sort of, I sort of wince every time I open just to make sure that they go that they go by each other, mm-hmm. but the barn door and the the glide, mm, it's great, right? <laughs> uh, oh, what's the plural of joist? Joistesses. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm glad I got that right. <laughs> joists. That's a, joists. 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 But it, it's not that easy to say. But I've had so joistesses. 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 die. Well, that'd be the plural, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the plural. So, and this came up just this last week because it's just, it's so noticeable when you're in a new construction, $800,000 house, and they have put in $50 bath fans. I don't even understand. This is the same one that the big builders are putting in every one of their homes because they get a million of them. And then you have chosen to go with that for some sort of cost-saving yeah, I'm just not those... sure the buyer of this home actually chose that. I think it just no the builder, the builder, the builder. builder. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, George. I gave you that. Thanks for begrudgingly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. All you right. win this one. Whatever, George. <laughs> Painted outlets. I think we've all talked about oh. this one. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Annoying. One, so you're not obnoxious. supposed to. Right. Because do we have something in our report rating software that talks about? I think painted I put a outlets? comment in did about you? painted outlets. Just that did. they're painted. Thank you, George. Sure. I try. And then, of course, we have people that stop at the top of escalators. (laughs) You got to be kidding me. (laughs) I'm going to make my son listen to this. Does he? he, Yep, it's the worst. Does he stop? No. No. He'll he'll, he'll just play around on him. You know all kids are. Oh, yeah, yeah. I almost don't mind that as long as they like could keep it moving or make sure I can go. But, but it's don't the, collect all your belongings. <laughs> right, yes, right, right it's, it's, and it's typically there's a certain generation. I'll put it that way. I don't know where they put it. Okay. That they get to the top and they it's there. Ah, well, what store are we going to go to next? <laughs> uh, I don't know, but we're all – this keeps moving. Let's figure <laughs> it out. This is a new development. We've known about escalators for a long time. And then ill-placed volume controls on remotes. I mean, who <laughs> – I could keep going. Yeah, yeah, okay. Are are we running out of time? Yeah, pretty much. A huge list of waiters that don't write down the order. I'm nervous the entire time that they're gone. Yes. Yes. What? You just took our entire table's order and you're going to get this right? I doubt it. (laughs) And if you have that kind of brain power, you're not a waiter. (laughs) You're doing something else for a living, right? Oh, and we talked about this a little bit ago, I guess. The sound of people chewing, but I think there's a group, like there's a genetic mix of... The loud gum chewers? Just or the sound food. of human beings eating. Like I made a... Mm. Oh, I you and Malin's wife, Stephanie. Oh, oh boy. You two can't. are in the same boat. Or the like fork her. chewers, the ones who you can oh, hear their... Oh, you can the fork. Sliding out the fork. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. not good. Yeah. The people that didn't chew with their mouth open, that's that's an easy one. You can kind of tolerate it with kids, but not... Uh, yeah, I was going to say, that's called home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this... I'm probably going to insult a bunch of people that may find this as a tradition, but it's the cranberry sauce that's sliced into discs based on the shape of the can that they just got it from. Mm, okay. I've had a couple yeah. of Thanksgivings that, <laughs> that were ruined. Yeah. By Ru- completely. Yeah. Ru- yeah. I left. I would have. I had to leave. <laughs> you didn't have a choice. Nothing else is open on you those nights. Choice. I didn't. And this is a look into the mind of George. <laughs> so if you are so lucky as to find him at your home in 
inspection. Are you one wrapping day. this up on me? He's wrapping it yes. up. Yes. Yes. What about people that say supposedly? Well, <laughs> we, have to t- we have to talk about that for a minute. You can talk uh, you just about or that. Or conversate. With, all right, what? George, we'll give you 30 uh, more seconds. No, go ahead, wrap it up. All right. That's that's George. He's our resident comedian, and he does do a very nice home inspection. So you can call and ask specifically for him. You'll get all of this material at your next inspection. And more. Everybody's saying, I know, right? Are we I know, done? right? Are we done with that? We've got to be, that's got to be completed. <laughs> no, I'm not done That's with right that. up there with groovy. <laughs> you know, no one says that anymore. Oh, and I don't know when this happened. There's an apostrophe that I'm putting where it started with didn't and it's moved on to other words. The other one I had that, that I have, there are a number of them, but important. I don't know. I've heard MPR staff say, well, that's a really, that's really important to me. Important. It's important. It's, it's, there's, I, don't get, I don't get that part. My list is not that deep, I guess. How about often? How about often? Often? Does that bug you? You've been listening to Structure Talk, a Structure Tech presentation. Thank you, everyone, and we'll catch you next time. People say that sometimes, (laughs) and I just wonder why the hard key For more information on how we can provide you with the right information about your home before you buy or sell, contact us at StructureTech1.com. 